live from the historic River Market District in Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's two douchebags and a microphone podcast. Ready to invade your ear holes in three, two, one. You know, that's a good question. I guess you. I guess the smart thing to do would be go ahead and remove the ID in case they surfaced. Yeah. But you throw them into Lake Mead figuring they're gone for good. But like one that's encased in concrete, mm-hmm. um, do you bother taking their ID? Because they're going to be inside concrete at the bottom of the lake. You don't figure they're ever going to get found or investigated. So be interesting to see. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they'll ever be able to know. It would have dissolved by now, wouldn't it? If it was inside the concrete, I don't know. Concrete's pretty porous, and water and air can get through it. Yeah, so it might so. be the remains could have just dissolved away inside. But I don't know. If, would there, if there was a plastic driver's license in his pocket. Uh, then again, back in the 70s and 80s, a lot of places were still issuing paper driver's licenses. I remember uh, Kansas' license was paper and had no picture on it. Isn't that weird to think about? It is. A piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah. Damn, I feel old. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I do remember that, though. Wow. How did we get by? I remember my brother taking me out to a a bar when I turned 18. At at the time, you could drink 3-2 beer at 18. Yeah, I and I that. had my Missouri license, so I could get in. But my brother, he had to give him a license and step back, and the guy would quiz him about details of the license to make sure it was really him because there was no picture on it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be bizarre? You can go go somewhere and get carded for your ID to like write a check or buy booze or whatever, and there's no picture. How the hell do they know? <laughs> I don't know, but man. Yeah. back then, identity theft was a lot... I, I wouldn't say it was a lot harder to do, but it was so less common. It was so. common that nobody yeah. worried about it. it was less common enough that nobody worried about yeah. it. Yeah. I think there were easier ways to make money back then that identity theft wasn't as lucrative. But, uh, you know, it is now. Yeah. It's like a conversation I was having earlier with someone about counterfeit money. Someone had washed, accidentally washed their wallet and when they pulled the, the bills out, they noticed one of the dollar bills had shrunk up and tattered and, and was obviously counterfeit. And I thought, who could make money counterfeiting $1 bills? Wouldn't it cost more than a dollar to print that and that's then the way pass I, it? That's the way I always was uh, um, not taught. Because generally, counterfeit yeah. goes for $0.10 cents on the dollar. Yeah. You know, you print up 100000 you sell it to somebody for 10000 Yeah. So if you're printing up a dollar bill, you get a dime. That to me, yeah. that would take too much energy and time just for a dime, mm-hmm. right? And it takes 
so much longer. To, I mean, it takes a hundred times longer to spend a dollar than it does a hundred dollars if they're in individual bills. Yeah. So you're holding the money and for every longer. Every time you're doing that, you're standing a chance of getting caught. Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense to me that somebody would actually counterfeit such a small bill. Okay, to me, here's what I think. Yeah. I think that someone got a photocopier and was just like, hey, let's just try it's it. fucking around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they get caught. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't know where I got this from. I didn't do anything, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Funny, funny. Yeah, just to see if it'll work. Could have been a test run, too. Like, hey, yeah. just throw this out there, and then they're never going to believe that you bothered to copy one of these. You know, when, when printer technology started really taking off, and it became possible to actually print something that looked exactly like a photo. Uh-huh. People talked about using it for counterfeiting. And then word started circulating that there was technology built into all the printers that if you tried to photocopy or print a dollar... It would send it straight to the FBI. Or yeah. it would destroy the printer. Yeah, or, yeah all like sorts of shit. Yeah. I heard the FBI and destroying yeah. the printer. And I never tried it myself, but I'd just be interested to hear if anybody ever actually witnessed a printer being corrupted or communicating with the FBI <laughs> after being asked to photocopy a dollar bill or a hundred or something. Well, I know there's a story from uh, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge who does the radio show, and he told this the other day, uh, you know, as part of something that happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. but he, they were doing some sort of a little skit, you know, where they got a new photocopier in the uh, radio station, and... Mm-hmm. Um, he took and copied some ones, and he said he said one of the one of the fucking gimp boys to go down there and buy like uh, some Snickers bars out of the machine, but it's complete bullshit. Yeah. And they're lying about it, and then um, all of a sudden, next thing he knows, they have the place surrounded, and, and they make it, and they come in there, and they had to check the machine out. Then when they check the machine out, make sure there's no counterfeit in there. Then they had to go to his house and make sure there's none in his printers. Oh. Uh. He said something I believe, if I remember correctly. He was asking; they were, they were asking him, saying, "Hey, you know, do you have any, uh, have any printers at home?" And he wasn't thinking about it. He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, well, let take you, take us to them." Here we go. Yeah. So, and anyhow, <laughs> oh I guess gosh. they took all this shit and put it in their trunk and left. And I don't know; I can't remember whether he said they got them back or not. But I was like, "Wow." So you don't even tease uh, it. I mean, this is on air, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that was, that was a pretty bad idea. I would say that probably a rival radio station mm-hmm. probably called up the FBI and said, hey, man, look, Bubba's over there printing dollar bills. And, and, and seriously, I mean, the Secret Service is over the Treasury, or it, it has been. Maybe it's Oh, maybe it's the Secret Homeland Service, Security not the now. FBI. I don't know. I but can't they would have to take that seriously. Yeah. If you're on a... a a radio station, you know, a commercial radio station, and someone telling them doing that, that you're yeah. doing that, yeah. So. Well, and then that story right there all of a sudden fends you off from doing it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't think I'm going to do that. No, no. Counterfeiting is, is something that you really you don't you don't want to joke about in a bank. You don't no. you don't yeah. It's, there's just lines you don't want to cross. Just like you say, you don't say bomb in an airport or yeah, airplane. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, you don't, don't say robbery in a bank. No. You know, no. Yeah. No. It's really weird. Weird. Be wearing masks in a bank. I, I can remember delivering mail on just brutally cold days and having like a ski mask on, and there'd be a bank on my route, and there's a sign on the door that says, you know, you have to remove all hats and masks and hoods before proceeding. And so I started, and they're like, you're the mailman. We don't worry about you, but everybody cool. else has to. 
So, yeah, but, the, you know, now you can walk into a bank with your, most of your face hidden, and it's like, this this would be what so weird ten years ago. <laughs> what a different world. Yeah. Wow. Um, one more thing about counterfeiting. I remember yeah. uh, reading a story about a guy who was a very good artist. Uh, he just did fine uh, ink drawings. Uh-huh. And his latest project was he would get a piece of paper that was the exact size of like a $20 bill mm-hmm. and then he would draw a $20 bill on it so it was you could call it counterfeiting by hand but what he was doing in his mind was creating a piece of art by reproducing you know something that you know was right there in front of him and he would only draw it on one side so it wasn't technically counterfeit money unless you do both sides it's not technically counterfeit money so he'd do one side of a 20 and then he'd take it somewhere and want to trade it as a piece of artwork for $20 worth of something oh wow and people would call the police on him and he would explain I'm not trying to spend this like it's a $20 bill I'm telling you this is a piece of art I created I value it at twenty dollars. It's just a coincidence that there's, you know, it's of a twenty-dollar bill. But I would like to get twenty dollars worth of food in exchange for this piece of artwork I created. I'm bartering with you. That makes sense. And almost no one would do it, but yeah, I think I would. Twenty bucks for I a piece too. of artwork yeah, like that. Just, it's cool. A novelty. So yeah. Yeah. I think I would too. Yeah, but he he got his, you know, fifteen minutes of fame by doing that but that's where I learned that if you don't do both sides it's not counterfeit <laughs> not technically nope you will still get a lot of people's attention if you do just one side it but. makes a great story <laughs> yeah. it makes a great story like on here yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow cool um, the other night Justin Kish Kish Justin Kish pooped herself she shit herself during a UFC <laughs> straw weight match oh my god she and she owned birth? it like a champ. <laughs> On her tweet, she put, shit happens. <laughs> right? She tweeted, you got to admire that. <laughs> yeah. She tweeted right Monday after the video circulated of her leaving excrement on the mat while she struggled during, during a defeat to police hearing in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh, man. If you hang around the finish line at a marathon, you'll see people staggering in with shit running down their legs. It's... Shit does happen. You know, yes, your body does. just is time to eliminate this stuff, and it's coming, and you can stop and squat. Oh. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lordy uh, Lord. Yep. Hey, how uh, you know there's a USA Mullet Championship going on right now? Cool. Yep. Uh, the USA Mullet Championship has selected 25 achy, breaky heartbreakers with truly majestic manes to compete in this year's <laughs> title of best mullet in its children's online category. So it's for children. Oh, oh man, isn't that child abuse to have a, I would a kid think with so. a mullet? Oh. Yes. According to the organizers, the competition began in 2020 as a Michigan event, but has expanded to locations in Texas, New York, and Indiana. It also Indiana, includes a yeah. few Indiana. <laughs> I can yeah. see mullets all over Indiana. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, they're the ones that never quit. 
Yeah. I mean, they went from the '80s and just kept doing, going, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep wearing it because that's just, a, it's, a, it's great." It's. I heard it's the way my hair needs to be. Former Vice President Mike Pence had to shave his mullet off before starting to run for president, vice yeah. president. I think he's got it back now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like a good mullet boy. And it, this also includes the fem mullet, a, oh, woman, a woman's mullet. Yeah. It's a division, and competitors for kids and teens. So, um, I I personally think that that's great. Um, let's see. Anyhow, there's uh, quite a there's quite a variety of America mops ranging from tidy cuts with cascading curls to classic eighty beaver tails. Yeah. The one uh, the one fellow who shaved his patriotic pride into the side of his due, so he had I, mm. I saw a picture of this, so he had a whole flag in the side of his yeah. head. The father of one contestant told CBS News that there's a $10 entry fee, but says all donations are going to the Michigan Wick Foundation for kids, and that is for oh, that's kids. Awesome. Yeah, kids with cancer that yeah. you know they give them wigs, which is great. Don't patronize Locks for Love because they sell the hair that you donate. Yes, they sell it for insanely high prices too. So. Locks of Love is a scam. Don't don't use Locks of Love. Use somebody else. TMZ reports the winner gets a twenty-five thousand no twenty twenty-five hundred. Sorry, twenty-five hundred dollar prize, which isn't that much. But if you're wearing a mullet anyhow, you might as well get yeah, something out yeah. of it, right? This year's finalists were selected earlier this week, and those of and those who are fans um, of the Signer Shag can sign up online to vote. Now, would a rat tail be considered a type of mullet, or is that well, a completely said, different hairstyle? It said something like that earlier in the article. That yeah. What they call it, like a wing tail or something? So I think this it is like, like a beaver tail. Beaver tail, that was But it. rat tail is like that it's one thicker, thin strand all the way back. A beaver tail is thicker than a rat tail. Yeah, it's like, it's like a you know, two-by-six yeah. hanging down the back of your head. It's a little wide and flat. But I think a rat tail might qualify as a separate type of hairstyle because it's just that one little thin strand that gets long. I think you're right. So. What do you think? It, a mullet, does that, is that really kind of like a, a mohawk for lazy people? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I view a mullet. It's I, just, me too. It's just like a mohawk that failed. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Man, there's been some awesome mohawks throughout history. Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 Mr. T wasn't a mohawk. It was it was no, something else. The mohawk else. is uh, my friend Jason, the one that I spoke about on the trick against Sam, the security guard. Yeah. That guy had a mohawk. Yeah. Doug yeah. Pinnock. Yeah. Bass, bass player for Kings, Kings X. X. Yeah. yeah. And singer. He had just most awesome mohawk. He really did. Oh, it was so cool. He doesn't anymore, but you no. talk about a band that should have done more was Kings X. Oh, awesome. They band. had queen like harmonies. Mm-hmm. And Doug Pennick was such a great vocalist, besides a great bassist. Yeah. He was really good on bass, too. Yeah. I'm, I, I think Kings X recently got back together and has been putting out some music. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and it's still good. The, I think what really killed them was is they had a pretty good following. And then uh, they went. They kind of went grunge. I think the oh. album was called M.I.A. or something like that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard much you know, of that one. It was during the '90s, and it was like really down. A lot of a lot of the um, not down tuning, but what they uh, they tune their guitars differently in grunge. Alternate tunings, yeah. Alternate tunings, and yeah. that type of sound. Yeah, and alternate harmonies. 
Yeah, and you know, there's Vinnick a lot of things you can do, do to the make range it. that he normally does. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can see that not even sounding like a King's X album anymore. It really didn't. Oh, I got it at home. I'll find it. I'll yeah. loan it to you. Let you hear it. Sure. I liked it, but I didn't love it like the other stuff. I was like, hey, yeah, it's okay, but it's not my go-to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Rather listen to Black Flag or you know or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Music. 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 Everywhere. Music. There's. Let's see, uh, there's something I was listening to off the album Tapehead. Uh-huh. Groove something. Oh, uh, I wasn't yeah. paying attention, sorry. Oh, oh well, I'm... no, it was good. They also <laughs> did a smoking um, Kiss cover on a couple albums, too. Oh, awesome. Yeah, very good. So I could see King's X touring with Kiss back in the day. That would be a good I fit. could have saw that. I, yeah. yeah, you know, Kiss was also good enough to... You know, they could put an act like that. Like I said, you know, they did Wasp, um, yeah. Dan Halen at first. I mean, yeah, some they, of the some of the touring acts they they intentionally get nobodies because they don't want the competition. But yep. uh, uh, let's see, some of the more famous ones: uh, Ike and Tina Turner toured with the Rolling Stones for a while. Actually, uh, yeah. And I they said Mick Jagger would just stand in the wings, you know, watching the the, uh, the Turners do their show, and he's like, "Damn." And like halfway through the tour, he's like, "You guys need to be headlining. You, know, you, you don't need to be opening for us anymore." And the the story I heard is he he's, they split him off and said, "You guys need to go. You know, have your have your fame and fortune. You don't need to be opening for us anymore." Wow. I used to really love the the practice of a big name act would come with like an up and coming act or somebody used to be big who's on their way out. And then a local band. Give yeah, them a chance to open. Yeah, I used to, to open, love that. Yeah, they you know, used to do that all the time, play, like, too. Memorial Hall or Municipal. Or, and look, uh, wouldn't that be just an amazing thrill for a local really act? It really worked out well because, look, the people that wanted to be there would find the time to, and the people that didn't wouldn't. Yeah. So let's say that the place held 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. 800 of them would be there specifically to watch the opening band because they were in they were into them. Yeah. You didn't get the full 5,000. You got 800 people, but they got to see them, and it got exposure. Then the other people that were just there early might have been like, you know what? That's not too bad. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Uh, I love that whole school of concept, and that was mainly done, I think, by KY102. Yeah. yeah KY102 I remember them doing a lot of that. promoted the younger bands mm-hmm. and always found a way to get them in there, the first bill, and then you had the, uh, the better well-known opening act or like you said a band on its way out and yeah that's their last hurrah yeah so i mean why wouldn't a radio station promote local acts because if no, one of them hits a one big two used to be then so you've got your that. tie right in with this you know they used to do their band. albums homegrown yeah remember yeah i i uh i was in one band once that sent in a tape but we didn't make it onto the album oh well fuck them then yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i can't remember what year that was but uh we sent in a tape and it was yeah, never heard a word. So, yep. Looking back, I, you know, when I heard the album, I was like, "Well, we're better than those guys." But on perspective of time, is like, mm, "Yeah, we weren't." <laughs> well, <laughs> not every yeah, not every song that made it onto those homegrown albums was a winner. But I guess that was the best of what they had, or that was some influence yeah. behind the scenes. You know, promoters that worked with radio stations or. Yeah. venues that worked with radio stations it was like yeah let's get these guys in because they sell well coming up in a podcast or two 
I am now covering. I watched the uh, I watched the movie, and now I got to do a little bit of investigating and get a little bit in deeper. But it's the Ozark Mountain Music Festival, and this was spurred off of the Woodstock '99 that I've been watching on Netflix. Yeah, I was going to go into the Woodstock '99, but I decided I don't need to. It's there. Anybody can watch it that watches it, and you can decide for yourself about the debauchery and the stupidity that went on. Yeah. The one that people don't know about is the Ozark Mountain Music Festival that took place in like 74. It was actually bigger than Woodstock, but there's like all this, ch- I'll go into a little of it, but not all of it. There's okay. so many different facets of how they did this and how sneaky they were. It was uh, it was originally dubbed as a bluegrass festival. Oh, yeah. That's how you get the name. The only way they could do that is so the people of Sedalia would accept it. Oh. They would not let this newfangled rock with all their crazy kids out there on yeah, their land. Yeah, long-haired weed and, smokers. Yeah, and it's only supposed to be 50,000 people. Huh. But then again, like the first one. Word gets out. It was rock, and they lied, <laughs> and they were advertising not here in Kansas City. They were advertising on the coast. About wow. This big, yes, it was a big thing of sneakery. And uh, the the money that was stolen, the guy, one of the promoters that they were going to kill, acted like he died of a heart attack, and they hauled him off in a hearse in front of everybody. They thought he was dead. <laughs> you know, and there's just all this stuff. The people of Sedalia kind of actually, you know, they're old farm people and really kind of like, you know, that newfangled drug culture they didn't understand, right? They got overwhelmed and yeah, probably stood around they like... They actually embraced some of these people. And like gave them a garden hose, you know. So they walk out, and like there's like these naked teenagers washing themselves off of the garden <laughs> hose, and they're like giving them some food, going, "Hey, you guys want a sandwich?" You know, and yeah, that, because there wasn't any place to get food at or nothing, because Sedalia was very primitive then, probably maybe 800 people at the yeah, most. Small farming community. Like one gas station, one grocery store way on the other side of town. None of them had any money anyhow. Most of them broke down on I 50 Highway or I 70 on the way there. Yeah. So. Wolfman Jack even promoted it. That's how big it got. Gosh. But I'm going to come up with a full report of all the ins and outs, and you guys are going to be amazed at this fucking thing. Yeah. And you're and another thing that's going to happen is you're going to go look it up online. Yeah, yeah, I'm already curious. Yeah. It's just like another one that I plan on uh, reporting on is this one that I've uh, um, probably about the same time that Christopher and me report on his uh, grandfather that was killed would be Blackhand Strawman. I, yeah. want to, I want to do a full report on that whole thing. I want to watch it again and read about it because I think that's a bit of history like those Ark Mountain Music Festival that needs to be reported. Yeah, People yeah, need to know like, about it. You need to go see this thing. The guy that made it, uh, that made this movie, I'm pretty certain he probably lost money, but he wanted the word out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah labor so, of love. Yeah, it's a labor of love. And I, I support that just like this podcast here. It is a labor of love. You know, by the way this thing has taken off here lately, it has the capabilities of making money in the future. It could. This thing has really just started rolling here, especially since it's got its own website and everything. This thing has really started rolling. But before that, and it still is because we're not making a dime off of it as of right now, it's a labor of love. We're doing this because we love it. uh, Christopher and I both love true, true theater of the mind. You know, just... When you said that we could make money on this, right when you said that, an IRS truck pulled up and they started getting out, and then you said we aren't making any money, and they just got back in and drove off. <laughs> so, but they're listening, they're ready to yes, pounce. Sir. The moment well, we Chevron make a penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Chevron's afraid of us. <laughs> hey, I threw standard oil under the under the bus, okay? Chevron, leave me the fuck alone. I didn't say anything <laughs> yeah, about you guys. Really? Except you're a bunch of fucking douchebags for not having us on your for blocking us. Really? Oh anyhow. Um, hey Christopher. Guess what's though. back in the news? Uh, and this popular with teenagers. Chlamydia. <laughs> that too. Okay. This is a, an accessory joint in the company of liquor and beer. You know what it is? No. Whippets. Remember those? Whippets. Whippets. Oh, I, I, I can't picture it. It's a type of recreational drug use that involves breathing into a nitrous oxide gas stored in canisters of... Whipped cream. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I get Now I remember. Yeah. The can's nitrous shots out of whipped cream. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The can's accessibility on shelves has helped put whippets among the top 10 most abused drugs globally. So it led to New York State having to card people that buy whippets. <laughs> but back in the day, remember they had to start locking it up because the kids are going into stores, sucking all the nitrous oxide out of them yep. and fucking leaving. Yep. And, and I'd go there to buy some for a pie or something. My mom would be like, you know, Thanksgiving day. Hey, go get three cans of whipped cream. I quickly <laughs> learned you you take and you spray that before you, you take sure, it because yeah. it'd be a flat one that someone already sucked all the nitrous out of and yep. they're fucking stoned off their ass. And you just bought a $3 can of nothing. <laughs> Oh my God! Highs from the whippets have led to impaired judgment, heart failure, seizures, hallucinations, and other bad behavior. Loss and, of consciousness, yeah, consciousness lost, pretty quickly. And, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and health uh, and health problems. Yeah. Let's see. There's a long-term. Word is that there's going to be a lot more states that are coming up with these restrictions too. But I think what's going to happen is, is this right here. They're going to start locking them up like they had to do way back then until people forgot about them. Yeah. Or here's an idea: put something in there besides nitrous. Yeah. Why couldn't they do that? Nitrous must be cheaper. It's either cheaper or produces a better foam or a denser well it's like the nitrous coffee you have a really 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 small dense foam and that's what they want which with whipped i love cream. by the way yeah. yeah so that's why they use nitrogen based for whipped cream but there's probably a way they could introduce a chemical that would render the nitrous part for inhaling either inert or you know what make you're you right they do ass. that on other things yeah it's like do it's that called on other denaturing things. yeah denaturing yeah yeah if you've ever heard the term denatured alcohol, alcohol yeah it's just regular alcohol that you could drink in a beer or a cocktail or whatever but they've added something to it that will make you sick if not kill you if you try to drink it so yeah. denaturing is that's what it means is to take something and make it to where you basically can't it's protecting it. people from themselves because yes. if they drank too much they'll probably go blind or fuck their liver up Yes. So it's like you can't do this for sure because it will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So. so maybe a way to denature the nitrous. Yeah. I wonder if those used to be oh, helium, but now helium is so expensive you can't afford to just use it as a propellant yeah. anymore. Yeah, which leads me to believe that two fuck nuts in a quarter. Reportedly, they do their whole podcast on helium. Wow, they're probably the ones hoarding all this black market That's helium. That's what I'm thinking, yes. Yeah. Jerk offs. I know. So. I don't know. They probably speed the tape up now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying tape. They're, they're fake nitrous. <laughs> yeah. Posers. Yeah, we don't believe them. <laughs> Even though their promo's been running regularly on, uh, on uh, Two Deuce Bags and Microphone Podcast. Yes. 
welcoming our competition. Yes, we are. <laughs> we, we love you guys. <laughs> or girls or Even though rumor, or... rumor has it you have half the listeners we do. Yeah, and going down. Yes. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I, I've been seeing reports lately about school districts and, uh, uh, well, specifically school districts banning certain books and then bookstores will have displays, you know, here's all the banned books if you want to read them. Um, and there have been book burnings, probably not sponsored by the school or the school board, but by quote-unquote concerned parents. Yeah, yeah, the, um, that old gag. Yeah. Um, it just strikes me as really odd, though, that they go to the time trouble to burn a physical copy of the book when the people that they don't want reading that aren't going to pick up a physical book anyway. They're going to read it on their phone or on a computer screen of some kind. What so. a great point. <laughs> so what's people the are point like, in, what are they doing? I don't know. What's the point in burning the physical book? <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. They've got like these pieces of paper. And, and there's writing on them and I get old people must like look at them, but I'll just use my phone. Yeah. Well, I, I think really the only reason to do that is for the emotional response that it has on the people that are all for it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. You know, 100 they years know that ago, the kids will have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. 100 years ago, you burned a pack of a pile of books and you really put a crimp in somebody's day because it was tough to get a cop another copy. They were expensive, it took time, etc. You know, the Nazis burned books, uh, Americans burned books and Beatles records and things, but now it's... That still kills me, they burned Beatles records. Uh-huh. Western culture. Uh-huh. They're from England, but still. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, um, no it's, it's, it's just a symbolic gesture to fire yeah. up the loyalists. I've, I've got one for you along the same line, so we'll get mm-hmm. straight back to this subject because it's very fascinating. I was uh, in this uh, establishment the other day mm-hmm. where they were pushing, selling books of stamps. And when they said, but this was not a post office, yeah. when they said, would you like uh, to buy a purchase a book of stamps, the younger ones were like, what? <laughs> and then they what? had to say postage <laughs> for letters. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you can do that. Uh-huh. Oh, if okay. they ever needed mail something, they'd probably just find somebody with a stamp and buy it from Yeah, them. because like today is a day that they're going up, the stamps are going up, and yeah. you know, they're trying to get a push for the sale of them. Yeah. And, you know, so. It's like me buying a parachute. What? I'm never going to use this. Yeah. What am I going to parachute yeah, for? Yeah, that's the way the younger people look at it. They're like, huh? What? Yeah. So. But uh, anyhow, oh, hey, there's that saw you were talking about. Yep. See, this is this is live. This is what they call production value. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. anyhow. So yeah, the, the the book burning, if it has any effect on the impressionable kids you're trying to influence, it just makes them more curious about what it is you're trying to hide from them. Yes. Yep. And by getting together and burning the books in a group. It's pretty much saying, we want you to give control of your life over to us, and we'll tell you what to do, what to think. 
Yeah. For all the people standing around there throwing the books on, they want you to give up control. Yeah. Because it doesn't do anything well, to that's further what you the essentially aims they're talking did. about. Yeah, that's what you essentially did when you decided to go ahead and do what they asked you to. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a completely symbolic, useless, meaningless gesture, but makes you feel empowered for a, a bit. Yeah. But you know what? You're going to be angry tomorrow when you realize it didn't do any good and the problem's this, still there. This goes along with my before said many times, phony outrage. Yeah. Phony outrage is so absurd and sick, and it's so engulfed in American society right now, it's sickening. It's so easy to whip people into it, too. You can make up anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pandas that are taught to use their left hand that are naturally right-handed. Uh-huh. And people are like, yeah, that's bullshit. I can't stand people that do that. Or one of my favorites is they'll, they'll find an ingredient that's in food and also happens to be in something like clothing dyes and it's like look at this it's got the same ingredients it's like what well, is no this shit. doing in our food supply there are only a limited number of elements and compounds that are compatible yeah you know? so of course there's going to be a lot of overlap yeah but you're talking about stupid people yes someone so makes a, the suggestion yeah that that's the same thing exactly uh-huh. and people bite on it oh my god i can't yeah. believe they're putting this in here like the rocket fuel thing in Zantac. Uh-huh. We all know they did not put straight rocket fuel in Zantac. No, no. Maybe it caused cancer, maybe it didn't. Yeah. But we know they did not put rocket fuel in there. Hey, let's give, let's give all of our customers rocket fuel. That's mm-hmm. going to go over well. When it kills them, there's not going to be anyone left to buy our stuff. Yep. And you could, you could Lawyers. truthfully say that there's an ingredient in Coca-Cola that's also used in pesticides. It's true. It's water. Yeah, that's true. There's water in pesticides. There's water in Coca-Cola. It's technically true, but makes absolutely no difference whatsoever. Exactly. But we've all seen how easily people could be whipped into a frenzy and and start boycotting Coca-Cola because they just want to join a group. People just naturally, it's in our brains. We want to join a group and be on the other side of some other group and go Tribalism is going on so... Tribalism, that's a good word. That's a good word. That describes it pretty well. It's true. You can all define your tribe exactly how big or how small or how exclusive you want it to be. If you look at it, it's in And then start crowing about it's your rights because I'm this. It's in commercials everywhere. Yeah. It's like if you don't buy Liberty Mutual Insurance... You're not part of the smart club. Yeah, see how people look at you when you don't have our product? You pay for what you only need. Uh-huh. That's it. All these other people are paying for 50 different things. Join our club. They're paying for the neighborhood's cap to be spayed. Yeah. But yeah. they don't know it. That goes under the category of the advertisement that convinces you that life is so much better when you spend money on their product. Yeah. When you've been getting along just fine without it all this time, and so have other people. <laughs> yeah. But they try to convince you during that 30-second ad, you know, look how deprived you are because you don't have what we offer. You don't have it? Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Behind your back, this is how people are treating you and thinking about you. You know, they, they dig that insecurity into you. Yeah. So, yep. anyway, we got there from burning books. But. Oh, we did, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it, nothing's as bad as the Lenny Dawson tribute last week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we went all over the place. Sorry, Lenny, but... Oh. You were in there somewhere, but we got all over the place. We, we did salute you several times. It's just yes. broken up and in between asshole-looking contests and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, and the Chiefs yeah. won that preseason game for you. So. Yes, they did. So, yep. Yeah. And they even did the uh, the choir huddle. Yeah. Which Lenny I, the Cool oh, I like was that famous qu- for. I, I, I wish that 
was still common in the I, NFL. I it looks so much nicer. If they mix that in a couple of plays somewhere, just as a tribute. Yeah. I mean, have the linemen stand in the back and have uh, the eligible receivers, um, people wearing the eligible numbers in front, and then the quarterback faces and says, okay, here's what's going on. That's cool. It like does it. make sense. I like it. It's, it's like, hell, they never even show the huddle breaking anymore on, on TV. No. You know? They might show a huddle briefly, but they won't show you the players again until they're almost to the line of scrimmage. But I used to like to watch them come out of the huddle and see where they went. Yeah, I did see too. See how fast they got there. Yeah, I would or like to see. Body could, language. It, it meant something. It had yeah, some information. You could but. see the most determined ones, too, because they are the ones that are off of there. Yeah. and straight for their position yeah. and lined up ahead of everybody else. But it, it became a rule in television broadcasting is that the camera has to cut to something new about every three-quarters of a second to a second and a half. That's because any their attention spans. That, yeah. yep. Any longer than that, and the eyes are starting to wander. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, so uh, along the same lines here, I would like to get into our... Um, Two douchebags in a microphone.net. That's an awesome website. It's it just is. wonderful. It's uh, still being built, but you can go <laughs> to it right now. You can get our top, uh, our last five podcasts. Uh, we need some professional help, as in Christopher's stepson. Yeah, Would Jesse's going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse's going to come help us with it because we are older and do not understand this newfangled technology where he is yeah. younger and he does. This computer interwebby thing. Yeah, know. yeah, that whole, that whole internet. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he understands the old internets and all of that. Yes. But here is some of the plans that we have. We're going to host other podcasts. Yes. People so, that we know, some maybe not. So we're going to have a different section for those. So get your podcasts ready and get get going on them, and then you can submit them for us to host. Yes. Um, another thing that we're going to do is um, we already have our own um, uh, emails, one for Christopher, one for me, and you can send us both hate mail, love mail, or just uh, just anything. We, yeah. You know, uh, like uh, teased before, you know, send us a set of tits. Yeah. If they're six, well, you know, they might be a guinea pig. If they're eight, they might be a dog. We don't know. Classified documents that, you know. That, that might be, like, grabbed out of Mar-a-Lago. We'll take yeah. them. Yeah. Sure. Wait, no, no, no. Allegedly. No, yeah, allegedly. So, uh, <laughs> no, don't send us that. No. That's the last thing we need. No. If they've been declassified, go ahead and send those. Yeah, but, yeah, go ahead and send yeah. those. Yeah. And so, any booby pictures should be yeah. of dairy cows. So. Yes, yes. So um, feel free to break us off an email because that is up and running, and I gotta give Chris for the codes to it and all that. Crack so. off an email and shove it up our inbox. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so there's capable of emailing. I gotta get another number for the uh, phone, the yeah. phone to here, and that will be posted the phone number, yeah. and we'll also tell it periodically on the podcast too. But our um, our hopes is, and it's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time when we broadcast here. It's either Monday or Tuesday, or sometimes both, that we both have the time. Yep. Usually about 11, 10.30 to 11, here at the River Market. And if it's somewhere different, it will be specified. Yeah. But um, it doesn't matter where we're at. We want the capabilities of you guys calling us while we're live on air. Yeah. So for our three hours or whatever that we're doing, you have three-hour window to give us a call and say whatever you want. And get you on the podcast. And yeah. 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 So you go, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Hi, I'm Billy from Amsterdam, and, uh, <laughs> Amsterdam, Missouri. Yes. I'm Billy from Amsterdam, and I was wondering, 
What, what is your favorite type of shoes? <laughs> Do you like clogs? Uh, let's see. I think my favorite kind of shoe is a brake shoe. Will you, will you show everybody a picture of my mullet on your website? Certainly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, we can also I've, put some other things on the website of the project. I like those wooden shoes. Those yeah, wooden, Sabbaths. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, those yeah. are my favorite. So, and they're so stylish looking too. They are, and you know you can run, you can dance, uh, oh, you can oh, do you can tap do in them. Yeah, yeah. they're so, I mean, so versatile. I feel footloose and fancy free in those things. <laughs> you could dance footloose the yes. whole movie in those yes, things. Yes, you could. Yeah. And plus, on our website is also the great asshole guessing contest. Yeah, uh, we yeah, usually have four to seven assholes up there, and you got to guess who's is who's. Mm-hmm. Like we said, there's a little trickery involved. Me and yeah. Christopher got duped in. We yeah. think that someone bleached their asshole and acted like maybe, I don't know, maybe they're a couple of shades lighter than what yeah. we thought, so we picked someone else, and, yeah. and we, weren't, we weren't very happy about it, but you know what, hey, all right, someone else guessed it was them, and they won. Yeah, and, and true, some of those people that uh, whose pictures are up there might have had like a, a, an asshole lift. Yeah. So their asshole would look a little tighter and younger than you might think. Yeah, so that could throw true. you off. Yes. So, yep. but, uh, Some of them it's pretty entertaining took contest, lemon juice so. to their asshole to yeah. pucker it up a bit. Lemon we, juice we, and baking soda yeah, and then yeah. like a, a rotating brush. Yes. Yep. Like a car wash kind, car wash kind of brush. Well, it also has a, a scratch and sniff screen. Mm-hmm. A little sec- section there where you scratch and you can sniff the screen and you guess yeah. what type of smell is emitting from it. And if it's not working, just microwave your monitor for your screen for a little bit. And yeah, and, it, and it'll be fine. You'll yeah. smell it. Yeah. yeah. You'll smell some pretty horrendous shit after that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Look, there's going to be 30 <laughs> disclaimers right now anyhow as it stands. We have over two hours. That means, what, 10 disclaimers? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so okay. <laughs> and and uh, then um, also the scratch and stiff segment, like I said, and then there's also going to be a smell my finger segment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the smell my se- finger segment, I don't suggest if you've just eaten. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're toying with the idea of putting up, like, you know, picture and video section. Yeah. But there again, if you've just eaten, you might not want to be looking at either of our mugs. Yeah. And then there's foreskin art. Yeah, let's not forget that. That's right. You, you know, if you I mean, can... Bunny Boo Boo was the winner yeah. last time, but this time it could be the guy that does the airplane, the jet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a real nice eagle uh, entered this time. Oh, he, really? He got both I wings. I got to get back on there. And really? it looks, really looks like it has feathers. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like Buddy Boo Boo was cool enough. I mean, with the two big ears and the feet and the nose. I mean, yeah. I don't know how he did it, but yeah. he even got him to hop. I was like, wow. That's pretty talented. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Yeah, Bunny Boo Boo was a very cool segment. I mean, you know, I mean, Bunny Boo Boo won, but we'll yep. see. We'll see. Yep. It could be the the fighter jet or it could be um, the eagle we'll see or yeah. it could be something else we, we we've had some entries that we've had to disqualify uh, we have to clarify that the foreskin has to still be attached to you oh yeah yeah you, so look, you can't I mean, remove it and then you know tan it and fashion it's kind of it disturbing we don't even know where the foreskin next. came from yeah I really, didn't know. even know if it was human so yeah, yeah it yeah. has to still be attached yes. to you otherwise yeah. it, it's automatically eliminated yeah. So. Yep. Just had to clarify that because no, we had glad some entries you did, that we had to send Because we did back. have some problems with that. Yeah. And yeah. All yeah right. We actually, yeah, we need to uh, make sure that people keep their foreskin attached when yep. they do this. So yes. So, um, anyhow. Something else that that uh, 
this is something that I hear just everywhere is that people use the expression drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Oh, hey, real quick. Yeah. I don't know if I clarified this a minute ago, but there'll be a go live button is our plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a live on-air button on the website, and when that's lit up, it will have a phone number there that you can call. Yes. So just remember, Mondays and Tuesdays, generally 10, 30, 11 a.m., live button lit up means you Mm -hmm. can call and get on air right then. Yeah. Now, that's not saying that we won't have the phone with us at another time and just answer them blindly and go, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. So remember the number. You know, yeah. if you call it off hours, you, know, well, you may get us, you may not. But yeah. if, if, if the go live button is lit up, that means we're currently down here doing a podcast. Yeah, so. I'll turn the phone over to Christopher uh, yeah. sometimes. Sometimes you'll get him, sometimes you'll get me. Now, I, I had heard that our previous phone number, and it's, you know, announced in some of our older shows, uh, apparently Mr. Creepy's drug dealer got that number now. Oh. So if you call that number, you'll be connected to Mr. Creepy's Candyman, which, God, that's a job I don't want. No, so, no, no way. <laughs> yeah, so I would stay away from, from I, that I'd phone number that for a number while. As yes. as you could. <laughs> so, yeah, you want to stay as far away from that as you can, trust yeah, me. Yeah, So anybody who, you know, hangs around Mr. Creepy that much is, you know, look what it's done to us. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you I, don't want a bunch of that We guy. used to be somewhat um, normal, if you will. Mm, yeah. Yeah. At least you could dress us up and take us places. But. Yeah, now, now that's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. People look and identify us right away and go, that looks like one of the douchebags. Get them out of here. Yeah, really. Yeah, yep. yeah they're going to start making us buy houses in Grandview. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, you were saying drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Haven't you heard that everywhere? Drugs and alcohol. But isn't yeah. alcohol a drug? Yes. It's a very addictive drug. Mm-hmm. It's a controlled substance. Yes. So why are we saying drugs and alcohol? That's like saying cars and Chevys. That's true. Duh, Chevys are cars. That's like saying water plus rain. <laughs> you know, drugs. Alcohol is a drug. What, what the angle would be. Okay, they want to make it sound bigger than what it is. Plus, it's a way they to separate it. They don't want to just it. go drugs, yeah, to separate, yeah. Yeah, alcohol. Drugs and alcohol. Well, that's, that's oh, socially okay. acceptable. Drugs. Oh, you're a drug addict. That's true. Yeah. Now, being an alcohol addict, we're supposed to be compassionate and give you another chance, and we have programs for you. If you're a drug addict, oh, look at that scumbag. We don't want him around here. Yes. So they separate alcohol from drugs because alcohol makes them shit tons of money in taxes. And it's the socially acceptable recreational drug. But everything else lumped in with drugs. Oh, they're bad news. Yeah. So I I can see in probably five to ten years, weed will get into the same category as alcohol. Where it's going to be like, instead of saying drugs and alcohol, they're going to say drugs and weed and alcohol. You know what? They're going to separate weed out because that'll be one of the more socially acceptable, it's okay and it's fun. Whereas drugs still means, you know, you're shooting a load of heroin into your eyeball vein and while you're going down on a crack hole or something. <laughs> um, That's actually, the implication is, oh, drugs bad. Alcohol, good. I, um, I actually thought that before, too, about mm-hmm. what, you know, um, I think that it will be lumped in with alcohol and then they're going to go, well, there's this minor one and then there's this major one. Yeah. Or yeah. however they're going to spend it in the next few years, mm-hmm. to pour it, depending on what they need people to do. Yeah. 
But isn't it interesting that there are a, a large variety of chemicals that we can use to get wasted on? Some of them are perfectly legal. Some of them are mostly legal. Some of them are completely illegal. But there's no rational reason why they're choosing the way they choose. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not on addictiveness, because alcohol is insanely addictive. It's not danger withdrawal symptoms, because the only drug whose withdrawal can kill you in and of itself, alcohol. Yeah, that's true. Not even heroin addiction will kill you with its withdrawal, unless you're in bad shape. Alcohol withdrawal, that can kill you just because it's withdrawal. That's and it's true. the only addictive substance that will kill you through withdrawal. And what's the socially acceptable one? That one. You're right. So I'm not saying ban alcohol because that's stupid. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying tell me why. Why is alcohol good when it's got these horrible, horrible effects? And why is cocaine bad? Because the effects of cocaine aren't any... I, can you say they're worse than the effects of alcohol, long-term, short-term? Why is one horribly Ill illegal and makes you a bad person, and why is the other one makes you fun at parties and everybody loves you, and let's buy you some for your birthday? It's, it's bizarre. We've, we've been told to, to feel this way, because we're not born thinking, well, heroin's bad. Well, heroin's bad, okay? You know, people tell us this. People tell us this is bad and this is good. This is true. So yeah. I, I want to know why, who made that choice and why. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm still free to make my own decisions about what's okay and what isn't. I tend to take the, you know, you do you and I'll do me kind of approach. I agree with that 100%. Um, and then I choose whether or not to be around you. Yeah. Just depending on, you know, if you want to do heroin, you know, that's your business. But if you're around me and you're strung out and unreliable, and, or if you're carrying amounts that make you a target for arrest and I'm and me with you because I'm here, that affects me. So at that point, it's my business too. But other than that, you know, what you do is what you do and I don't care. I'd, it'd be interesting to find out why other people care so much about what drugs we use to get wasted on. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, it, it's like the helmet law blown up into something else. You know, if you want to wear a helmet when you ride a motorcycle, fine. If you don't want to, fine. I mean, there's a name it's for up them. To you. The police call them or organ donors that people have yeah. So that gives you a little idea. So. I think the smart thing to do is wear a helmet. But if you don't want to, I don't think if anyone you're a freedom should force guy, you to. That's fine with me. I yeah. mean, and also like uh, if you end up uh, brain dead or crippled or mm -hmm. or dead altogether, then well, I guess that's on you, right? Yeah. People make the argument. Oh well, then the public has to pay for it. Yeah, those figures, the, the amounts, really, are incredibly tiny. You spend ten times more on enforcing a helmet law than you save yes. by yep. having a helmet law. Agreed 100%. So, no, it's just a way to justify jobs. Yes. So, helmet laws are stupid. And uh, it's, it's basically the same argument. You know, if you don't want to ride with a helmet on and take the chances, well, if you want to stay at home on a Friday evening and do acid and snort a line of coke while pounding tequila shots you know fine just don't go drive yeah yeah don't don't, hurt don't handle else. firearms you know? yeah 
have don't, someone looking after don't your kids. Don't be in a position where you can hurt other people. Yeah, doing that. yeah. Don't burn your apartment building down. I mean, all those things. I mean, that applies to everybody all the time, anyway. Yeah. But if you want to sit home and get wasted on whatever you want to get wasted on, why does anyone Feel care? Free. Yeah, whatever. Why does anyone care? I just yeah, don't get it. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Me neither. I got a question for you. Sure. Have you ever lied to a priest, preacher, or a holy man? Yes. Yes, I have. I'm trying to think if I have or not. I think it was pre-wedding counseling for my first marriage. And we lied about uh, sexual activity. I would say that's probably so that's, lied about. That's probably a pretty common one because it's a pretty common situation. I still felt a little weird about it. And the guy probably knew I was lying and just wanted to see whether I was going to lie to him or not. Look, he has this thing that he has to do, right? <laughs> yeah. And what he can't prove is beyond him, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the 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 uh, guy, um, the oh, like the ticket guy in the crowd. Or you're like, man, I lost my ticket, but I'm up there with my friends. Look, they're waving right now. Yeah. Okay, I know it's busy. Yeah. I you probably did lose. You know, I, I can't mean, pay the cover charge, but I'll go in and find I, my I friend and bring it, it back yeah. to you. I can't prove any difference. So go ahead. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, I would say I did too, and I think it was a little bit different, though. I think it was, um, if I remember correctly, I was doing a job in a church. This is my old job, mm-hmm. and the pastor came up to me. I'm talking to him for a little bit, and he goes, "Hey, you say your prayers all week." And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure did. And I think it was Oops. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, I didn't. I was lucky to have said it two times that whole week. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. That just got me thinking about... I, I, I try to be an honest and truthful person, but I started thinking about all the times I just casually lie because it's convenient and easy. Like, all the times... There's so many times on my route where a customer would say, Hey, how was your weekend? And I say, It's fine, great. How about you? And it wasn't fine, it wasn't great. But it I was just a convenient, easy thing to say. Now you, you know, you could say, Well, it's just a greeting, it really doesn't mean anything, but the fact is I wasn't telling the truth. I do it at work too. Yeah. I do it, I do it a lot. Are like, you hey, hungry? Yeah, everything going no. all great and really yeah. it's kinda of shitty, you know. Yeah, no, I think everybody does that, actually. Yeah. I think we've been conditioned to do that. Because, yeah. one, nobody wants to hear your complaints. Yeah. It's like they warn you, and if you're in a doctor's waiting room, never ask somebody, how are you doing? Because <laughs> yeah. they'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Just go, hey, what's up? And they won't stop telling you for anyway. I'll probably be that old guy sitting there telling people about the parts that hurt. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Until somebody stuffs a cork in my mouth. <laughs> Her damn elbow never been the same. I, I, fell, I, fell, I fell off that golf cart. My damn old, my, well, I'll tell you, that's some bitch going. Every time. I hurt. started walking like Mr. Creepy at that point. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. um, have you ever borrowed something and just have never returned it yet? Yes. Is it considered stealing if you plan on returning it? Hmm. I don't know. I would think it's not. It's stealing. That decision is made when you take it, and under the conditions under which you take it. I don't think something borrowed ever becomes something stolen. 
and I don't think something stolen ever becomes something borrowed. I think it's just your intent when you when you first take it. What what is your intent? Or I guess you could include. Did you uh, did you have an opportunity to do to return it and then failed to, and that would transition to stolen. Yeah. It's like lies of omission where you just failed to return it. Hundred percent. My answer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I should be a debater or a lawyer or something. I'm convincing you of all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we think a lot alike on a certain amount yeah. of subjects. I mean, something like that, yes. I yeah. Mean, there's stuff a little bit more involved. And, there's some uh, things we've disagreed on. Yeah. Have you ever opened and rewrapped a present that had your name on it? What? No, I don't think I ever have. I heard a lot of kids I went to school with used to talk about doing that. I rewrapped a couple. I just it wasn't think because it's a bad present. It, really. They just didn't ask if I had anything like that. Yeah. I had like two or three of whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got one that's interesting. Would you rather be a hero or a villain for a day, and what would you do? Oh. I guess I'd say I'd be a hero for a day. And I think my heroic deed would probably be Oh, I got it. Proving to everyone beyond a doubt that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. How about that? <laughs> There's a way to work that one in. <laughs> okay, now because you mentioned it, I can't agree with you, but my God, I love it. Okay. What you said, I'm going to be a hero too, uh-huh. and a villain to some, but I'm going to get the names. Oh, uh, from the sex plane list? Yes. Oh, wow. All of them. Oh, the power that would give you. So you're going to you're going to prove that he's still alive in my opinion. No, I'm going to prove that he was murdered. I think he's still alive. You Honestly, think he's still alive? Yes, wow. I do. Smuggle I him out, put a fake body that in his guy, place. That guy's still alive. He had so much influence. They acted like he's dead in my opinion. I yeah. think he's somewhere alive. I mean, if Hitler That's was still alive thought. and well, yeah. all these other people are still alive, I think he is. It's a horrifying thought, but yeah. got to yeah. consider it. It's, it's, it's possible. Have you ever been outsmarted by another person? Oh, yes. <laughs> Me too. Hell, I've been outsmarted by a dog. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> i got to tell you, outsmarting me sometimes ain't all that hard. I, I try <laughs> to make it difficult, but... Yeah, sometimes I just step in with both feet. <laughs> Would you ever take a lie detector test with a loved one asking the questions? Ooh. If I have to say a blanket yes or no, I'll say no, because I would have to pick the loved one that I trusted enough to do. <laughs> I want to know what the compensation is, because if it's not enough, it's a solid no. Yeah, well, it's like, what am I getting like, out of this? <laughs> it would probably take me 10000 or more. Gosh. Man, that would be a toughie. You know, and, and I, I think it's okay for people to have secrets. You know, you share... I think you should share the most secrets that you ever share with someone with your significant other. I agree. But I don't think you share 100% absolutely everything. That's just too much for and it goes both any ways person too. to accept yes, and absolutely. deal with. So, yeah, and it goes both ways. 
Yeah. Would you rather ask a question someone doesn't want to answer or give an answer someone doesn't want to hear? I'd rather give an answer someone doesn't want to hear. I'd rather ask someone a question they don't want. It takes me completely out of it say, hey, look, i got to answer this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Would you rather sit in the snow while it's falling or dance in the rain? I think a dance in the rain. Sit in the I snow. Like, I like rain. I like getting rained on. I, I don't really enjoy well, getting snowed on. That okay, much. it depends on the duration. Over 10 minutes, it would have to be rain because I'd get too cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've sat in a hot tub while it was snowing, and that was pretty awesome. And I've walked a mail route while it was raining. And that's, that's you know, apart from everything being soaking wet, it's, it doesn't really bother me to have be rained on unless it's super cold. Yeah, I kind of like rain. I'll, I'll stick with dancing in the rain. Snow, but with that provision over 10 minutes, yeah. I have the right to go to rain. Now, yeah, here's my provision. I dance like a fat old white guy, so... You're going to oh, yeah, be watching yeah. me dance in the rain that's on you in your retinas. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? Ah, not usually, but I can. there's times, yeah, the, the, the instinct kicks in. It's like, I don't know what's out there. Not For the most part, I'm not. I, I didn't. I liked having the door open when I was a kid to my room, but just darkness itself generally does not bother me. Um, it's like if you've ever been in a cave and they turn all the lights out it's just like completely pitch black oh I'm trying to think of how to okay yes and no mm-hmm. okay if I know everything that's there and I can feel my way yes if not then I am scared of it because I'm afraid I'm going to hit something well, that's true, yeah. Yeah, that I, makes a big difference of familiar surroundings. Does that count? I think it should. When you say it's afraid of the dark, you need to con- consider everything that encompasses. Then I guess I am. Yeah, I guess so, too, because you put me out in an unfamiliar uh, city park in yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah, and it's there like, could be a bench there that you fall over or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm going to have to say yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with yes then, too. Yep. I didn't think about it completely before. That makes sense. Are you afraid of robots? Yeah, they do kind of creep me out. Me too. Um, you know, in TV shows and movies, they're awesome and they're fun and they're cool. But in real life, robotic, self-propelled, somewhat self-determining things are a little creepy. I would agree. Yeah, it's like fake life. And the more it acts like life, the creepier it gets. Yep. Because if it's if it's gonna if it's gonna pretend to be a living, thinking creature, at least for me anyway, I kind of need it to look like that too. So I at least at first, I I imagine I could get used to anything, but you know, a bank of blinking lights that could talk to me like my best friend is just kind of off-putting. But, you know, somebody who I can sit with and talk with that looks like another person, I can get used to that pretty quick. Same here. Yes. Well, I agree. Same here. What weird, embarrassing thing can you find in your word search history? Ooh. I know what mine is right off because I weird had to do it earlier. embarrassing. Gosh, what have I been, I've been searching lately? I've been looking up some musical stuff. 
I did a search for Lake Mead. And, uh, gosh, I can't think of something that would be weird or embarrassing. Mine is uh, fecal. Yeah. Because, here's why. Because I I saw a little glimpse of uh, you know about the story about the uh, female fighter shitting herself. Uh huh. So I had to put in female fighter shitting herself. <laughs> well, I guess I could I could count. I I looked up the whole Amber Heard pooping in Johnny Depp's bed incident because I'd never heard any of the details, and apparently it was. Like six years ago, they had had a fight. He left. She crapped in his side of the bed and took a picture and sent it to him. Mm-hmm. And then tried to blame the dogs. Yes. So that's kind of the upshot of the whole pooping in bed incident. So that 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 would be embarrassing to have a show up in my search history that I searched for Amber Heard pooping in a bed. <laughs> uh, what is the name you heard that made you question humans' imagination? Um, and if you want to go into the Amber Heard thing a little bit later, you can, because right. I know that you had quite a bit of stuff to report on. on that. <laughs> um, gosh, I'm going to say it's like these old Tarzan movies when he named his kid Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of about the least imaginative name. Anyway. What are you going to name your boy? Boy. I went oh, the other way. Then. <laughs> I went the other way. Snuffleupagus. Oh, my. Did someone I'm actually like, name their kid that? Yes. Oh my God. Because they love that Sesame Street character so much. <sighs> that's that's sad. That is that. Uh, that is just a open admission to the world that you have no life and personality, and you have to define yourself by your children. So I will pity that parent and suggest that that kid changes their name as quickly as possible. (laughs) Lord. Okay, this next one, I'm going to need a time readout um, when I give my answer, okay? All right. But you go ahead and answer first, then tell me what time we are on there because I'm going to have to put a segment in before this. And you'll get it once I'm done. All right. Tell us about your craziest hotel experience. Huh. Because this is going to go into story time with Mark. Yeah. But I need my uh, promo, my uh, bumper, before right. we do that. Um, man, most of them been been uh, pretty uh, pretty boring. It looks like our circular saw is about to get fired up here. No, so, oh, no, they can't interrupt my uh, my story time. Um, okay, I, I guess my most. Uh, out of the ordinary hotel experience would uh, there was a time that Cindy and I flew out to Oregon to see my mom and we took uh, our youngest Jeffrey and his girlfriend and he got really sick on the plane and spent most of that visit in his hotel room um, not far from the toilet having to be cared for (laughs) so (laughs) it was his his room was the sick room (laughs) so that happened adjacent to me not exactly to me but that's about the best I can come up with. Well, mine is going to involve story time with Mark. And I didn't even plan for this to happen until I read this question because I had them all here on my phone. Uh-huh. And I didn't really proofread them. I just plan on doing them cold. And then, you know, and then we just both answer them like that because I think questions like this are best done cold. Yeah. Just, just like it is. Well, 
story time with Mark, like I said, this craziest experience was back in my um, teenager days. We were all working at Justin Jim's Steakhouse. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, nice yeah. place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we all partied on the weekends. This was no different. This was like a, a Saturday night or something. And um, I took and I rented a room down at Blue Ridge Inn at the time. Now, I don't know. It's like America's Inn or fucking something. I don't know. So... What ended up happening was, is I, I, um, um, I, um, so the plan was, is um, I was getting in good with this bus girl, and hopefully I was going to be using that later. But um, some of the uh, other kids are got room, you know, got a word of the room, uh-huh. and uh, decided they were going to come busting in on us. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, we're in there and we're in the we're in the room and all of a sudden bam 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 bam. I'm like, oh shit! How did they find out? Because you know they shouldn't have found out, but they made some bullshit lie to the uh, attendant, which was actually the owners of the hotel yeah. that were watching it that night. Said like, um, you know, like my family is worried about me. I I forgot what, and so they told him the room number. So they came in, and I opened the door just enough with a chain on. I said, hey, guys, just come back in a little bit. So they start kicking the door in. So I had to unlock it. So I unlocked it, and they all came in. And the next thing I know, you know, they're starting to, like, um, throw beer everywhere, turn the mattresses over, smash. They were smashing holes in the wall and putting uh, putting them in there as beer holes. They smash a hole in the wall and put a beer in there. So so this is, uh, you know... All of a sudden, next thing I know, you know, we're, um, it's like, oh, screw it now. Everything's ruined. So we decided to go over to White Castle right across the road and run through there naked like we normally did. (laughs) So we're running through there naked, and um, normally they didn't catch us because we've done this about every weekend. We'd run a room, but this is for partying, so there's no names involved. We come up with a fake name or a fake ID or something. Well, this time, it had my name on it. So we're going and we're running through White Castle and the cops are already there waiting for us. <laughs> so we're running and they caught a couple of us. They caught Harry and then uh, this other guy named David that was with us. They caught them too and they are going to jail. And I uh, ran back to the hotel. But by the time I ran back to the hotel, everyone in the hotel had already been arrested and taken in. So there's no way to get into the hotel. Uh. So I'm back there trying to get into the fucking hotel, and I yeah. can't because it's locked. And it already been, you know, police evidence or whatever. Oh, gosh. So I see these flashing lights coming from around the corner because I guess they probably saw me running or something. So I had to hide in a uh, doghouse for the rest of the evening. And then luckily, twice cut once. There you go. So <laughs> luckily... A friend of mine came looking for me in the morning because they uh, mm. tried to find us in uh, in the uh, jail and they couldn't find it. They found the two people who went to jail and they got them, but they couldn't find me, so they're worried, so they're driving through. So all of a sudden, here I come out. I seen uh, his name was Ted. I seen him driving by and I poked my head out. I'm like, hey, hey, and they stopped. <laughs> so, yeah, so I come out of this doghouse naked and muddy. And I jump in the back of it. It was really embarrassing because his sister was with him, too. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm there all muddy and naked. And I'm like, man, you guys got anything. They didn't have anything that would fit me. So they had a towel. So I ended up having to go to my house. Oh. <laughs> a towel. Wow. And do a little bit of explaining. 
You got to be careful anyhow, when you take your clothes off in public. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then um, I had to uh, pay for damages, which I had um, taken down considerably mm. because I told them, I said, you know, the owners, they were very mad at me because I lied to them, told them I was from Oklahoma and all this oh, stuff. Oh, wonderful. Even though I had a Missouri ID. <laughs> and I got kicked out of my house and all this stuff. And I needed the place just for tonight until I got things figured out the next day. Oh, gosh. So what I ended up telling him is, you're the one that told him where I was at. I didn't tell him. So we ended up negotiating yeah. down to $250 when it was like, at the time, it was like $2,000 worth of damage. I paid them. They probably turned it into the insurance. So yeah, yeah. That was one of many crazy hotel nights, but that was just one that just rung up when we started wow. talking about it. So... <laughs> Anyhow, that is mine. Here I am. Here I am, forgetting all about the times that I would travel with a band and we'd stay overnight in places. Yeah, you got some stuff. You know, usually we were so tired, we really didn't do much that that the the night, like the Friday night. But the next day, when you're sitting around waiting to go on that night, you know, you get pretty bored. So yeah, yeah. Apart from drinking games, we didn't really do a lot. You know, sometimes if we knew people in the town where we were. We'd hook up with them, and we could go out and do stuff. But uh, most of the most of the hotel room stuff, if, if we weren't sleeping, then it was drinking trivia games. <laughs> cool. Um, what would your parents' reaction be if they looked in your messenger? And I got a really good one that covers it. Um. I don't think there would be much of a reaction at all. I think my mom would just kind of wrinkle her nose, and I don't think my dad would say anything. <laughs> my dad died in 93, so he'd be shaking his head going, what? <laughs> yeah. And my mom would be shaking her head, she's still alive, going, what? <laughs> so there'd be no reaction, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which TV series would be the most suitable for your life? Hmm. Then the next question I love. Okay. There was a point where the original One Day at a Time was pretty close. Because a single mom with two kids. Um, it was basically, you know, I was the younger of the two kids. Um, for life right now... I don't know, something like news radio, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. That'd be a good one for this one right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say mine, Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Just That'd be a good one. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. Whatever stupid shit happened that day is it. And that's yep. it. Not really how much of a point to it, not really how much of anything. Just kind of like, yep. here it is. There you go. It's another day, and let's just do day stuff. This one I love. How many chickens are necessary to kill a hippo? Oh, see, we did the elephant last time. Yes, we did. Hippo. The reason I chose to do this is because it's a hippo. I think hippo's going to be tougher than elephant. Me I'm too. going to take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Remember, a hippo can go in water. Yeah. So it could drown these chickens. Man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say around 600 chickens. I'm going to say it'd be, take probably around 600 chickens. They probably have to work together. <coughs> Excuse you. me. Thank they, you. They couldn't just be, you know, every chicken for itself. But they'd have to coordinate their attacks. <laughs> I'm picturing chickens on a hippo. 
<laughs> I'm going to say you're going to have to go with the amount that will cover the top of them that's not in water. Yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to kill one. Just keep pecking away at the surface part. I'm going to say a hippo's pretty large. I'm going to say 50. They, uh, they surface for air. They could lay an egg in the nose. Yeah, I'm choke them out. Actually, I'm not sure if there's enough amount of chickens to kill it. I know. Hippos are damn You know what? I'm going to say none. I'm going to say it's impossible. Yeah. yeah I'm just going to say hippo wins. And there's also, how do you get a chicken? There's no um, motivation. Yeah. How do it's you get them to food. attack the hippo? Yeah. yeah the hippo's going to defend himself. That's not a problem. But. Hang on. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to have to do this one right here. Um, this is a recall. So this is what this question is. Okay. There goes the there goes the hippo chicken question. Into pieces. Yeah. We scream bullshit. Not possible. But you know what what we could salvage out of this is somebody out there could start working on the screenplay for a movie about a cross between a hippo and a chicken. I think that's a great idea. We'd call it Chippo or maybe Hicken. How about Chippo Hicken? Yeah, there we go. Now yeah, we're cooking with oil. Yeah. Yeah. Get All Chick-fil-A right. on as the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, which would you choose? Um, having eyebrows or having eyelashes? Huh. If I had to get rid of one, I'd keep my eyelashes and I'd lose my eyebrows. Same here because you can go to sleep with eyelashes and you can always draw on eyebrows like most women do. Yeah. yeah. Not saying that we're women, but you know. And eyelashes, you know, they, they screen some crap out of your eyes, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Eyebrows don't really seem, I mean, I guess you know, they could catch a little sweat or something. But I could, I could go without them too, just as easily yeah. and just watch people look weird like, what happened to him? Yeah. Pretty, pretty easy choice for me. Which one is worse during a kiss, a sneeze or a cough? Oh my gosh. Probably a sneeze would gross me out more. I would say probably a sneeze. I'm going to say cough because it's directly a sneeze. You're going to have to break apart and sneeze. I don't think you can do it and carry it out without well, like, too true. much there's facial that, motion. Yeah, there's kind of that automatic separation with a sneeze. Yeah, you're going to go <laughs> with your nose, with your yeah. eyes shut. Yeah. Okay, well, if, if our Where braces... Where a cough could just go, <coughs> oh, God, I'm yeah. sorry. If our braces were locked, I'd say sneeze. But, if, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you talked me into it. A cough would probably... you a direct lung-to-lung transfer. That's pretty That's pretty much the uh, holy grail of spreading disease. So. <laughs> this one I love here. <laughs> if you could cosplay in the birthday party of the person you hate the most, what character would you play? Ah, wow, you know, I'm. part of me wants to go with something that would embarrass them and be just really outrageously stupid and goofy, but then another part of me thinks, just be Wolverine, rip the shit out of them. I'm going completely the opposite. I want to ruin their party. Yeah. So I'm going to go as Liza Minnelli, lead role in Cabaret. <laughs> yeah. Tights and all. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Sit down on his lap. Yeah. Tickle him with the feather. Welcome to the cabaret, chum. 
<laughs> Get him with a cane. Beep, beep. That would, yeah, that, would, that could ruin someone's party. That would ruin it more that than anything else ruin. I could do. Wolverine, anything. That yeah. would be the worst. Yeah, you, you definitely win that one. <laughs> Can you make yourself seem like a psychopath in just one text? Yeah, yeah, I think you could. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think so, too, by referring to third person that's not there. Yeah. Go. Hang on, let, let me ask my other self. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'll be right back to you. i got to ask him. He, uh, he's kind of busy right now. He's talking to someone. But Yeah. On. Oh, my other self says no. That's stupid. And then you name the other self. Yeah. My other self's name is going to be Victor. Or just send the random text that I got the skin off, but there was a lot more blood than I thought. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... You know, if you get a call from the number you don't recognize, I mean, that's how you're supposed to answer your phone. Just answer your phone as, okay, it's done, but there's blood everywhere, and you got to get it cleaned up. <laughs> and then you hang up. You know, it's, it's good, clean fun. <laughs> I love it a lot. <laughs> hey, if they're going to cold call me, they're going to get what they get. <laughs> okay. I went with Cabaret and Lazi, Liza Minnelli. You won with this. Wolverine. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In a zombie apocalypse, apocalypse, if the kids could make those zombies humans again, would you do it? Damn, kiss a zombie. Oh, my God. Wow. I say, go ahead with yours first. Gosh, I'm, I don't know. It's, for your own safety, you kind of want to start turning in as many as you could back into normal humans, but, whew. I get wow. Yeah, I guess I could just have to get used to it, and and you know, because you want the numbers on your side. And well, and also you'd be the hero, and you'd probably get a, you'd never you'd be writing books. Yeah. You'd be forever on the Oprahs or whatever. Yeah. But then it's at like that everybody time, captures zombies shows. and hold them, and I'll be by to each, give yeah, them each kiss. Yeah, they need you to go kiss them. Yeah. 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 So I'm going, hey, quick, a zombie's <laughs> breaking in our house. Can you come kiss them? It's the ultimate kissing booth. Yeah. <laughs> For one dollar, I'll kiss your it zombie would, normal again. It would be horrible <laughs> while it lasted. Oh yeah, man, your dentist would quit. Oh, it would God, just yeah. he, your dentist well, would just straight up quit on you, saying, "Yeah." Uh -uh. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Why do they call it lipstick if it doesn't stick our lips together? Mm. It doesn't even stick to your lips all that well either. You know, it's always rubbing off on something. Yeah. Wow. Wishful thinking. I'm just going to go with wishful thinking. You know, I don't need to waste a lot of time on that either. Yeah. Wishful thinking. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they're. They, they totally miss the fact that you could there you know some people have another set of lips they could put it on instead of the ones covering your teeth it's true you know true call it labia stick yeah. labia stick <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is stick I mean yeah, I don't know. yeah tube rod grease smudge smudge I like smudge <laughs> smudge <laughs> what would be the name of a bedroom without a bed uh, office. That's that's home I'm gonna office. I say spare room because yeah, I haven't room. put anything in it yet. Me, I have crap room, shit yeah, room, yeah, junk yeah. room. Yeah, box room, room yeah. full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that weird, creepy haunted room that no one survives the night. Yeah, that's that, what you tell yeah, your yeah. guest when they have to sleep there. <laughs> yeah, the forbidden room. You're yeah. not to go in there or look or nothing. 
We used to call it the portal to hell, but it closed and it hasn't been open in a while. Yeah, so. well, well, hell called and they asked us to please quit calling it that. <laughs> yeah. Why do we call cold things chilled? Meanwhile, chilies are called hot. That's a weird one, you know? Because, you know, chili, ooh, burr, no, no, I mean like a big pot of chili. Oh, yeah, warm you right up. It is, it's one of those, and I don't know, is it other languages too, or is it just English? That, you know, chili can mean cold and hot at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What is the most confusing thing you've ever noticed in someone's house? Oh, confusing? I'm going to say a motorcycle. Just an entire motorcycle. Just sitting in their house with no visible way of getting it outside. Again. I'm saying teeth whitener. Yeah. Toothpaste. <laughs> That's pretty confusing. <laughs> well, if you saw this person I was talking about... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, why do you have this? You cannot convince me you use that regularly. Yes. <laughs> Why do you own shaving cream when you look like the Unabomber? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that type of thing right there. Yeah. This one I like quite a bit. What would you choose to fall from the sky instead of raindrops? Huh. Chocolate chips. Cool. Wouldn't that be nice? Just, you know, have a nice... It wouldn't hurt when they hit you. And, I you want know, little pats on the ass falling from the sky. Little butterfly kisses on your tuchus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I could go for that. Well, there's that guy with that really horrible transmission again. <laughs> wow. If you were shoes, which one would you be? Hmm. Um, I'd be the right shoe because that's the one on the foot that does the kick drum. I would be Doc Martens. Oh, I thought you meant left versus right. Oh, you know what? It doesn't specify. Yeah, if I were left versus right, I'd say right. But if it's a type of shoe... Uh, I like I like my Ariat boots. Those are pretty awesome boots. If I ever got a motorcycle again, I've already got the boots for it. There you go. Cool. Looks like our uh, circular saw guy is coming back out again with a great big hunk of wood. We'll let him handle that for a second. Milk before cereals or cereals before milk? Put the cereal in first. Agreed, know? 100%. And then the milk. Because if not, it's chaos. Yeah. You have milk splashing everywhere. You don't know how much to put in because it automatically goes to the bottom. Yeah, if that's... If you put it on the bottom and then add the milk, it comes to the top and you can tell where you're at. That, yeah, that's how I gauge how much I want to eat. I put the cereal in first and then I put it, you know... Because the level of milk varies from day to day how much I want. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like I have more control over my surroundings. <laughs> Good enough. If you had an opportunity to ask one pet, your pet, one question, what would it be? Oh my gosh. There's so much I would like to communicate with the pets, you know? But a que- one question to ask. Um, I think I would ask, why do you eat crap out of the backyard? <laughs> Mine is really close. I was going to ask why they sniffed each other's ass. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, there seems but the to be a much better work way. Too. It's like, why would you eat shit? You have all this good food right here I just yeah. gave you. Then you go out back and you eat cat shit. That's a slap in the face. Yeah. Mm. What name would your pet give you if you had changed roles? 
let's see. Yeah, because I was wondering, you know, usually your pet, you kind of think, you know, a dog probably thinks of you more as a smell than a sight. You know, when they dream about you, they're probably dreaming about your scent. So he would probably think more in terms of smell. So he would probably call me... Sweaty weed guy. I don't know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that would be my name. <laughs> I am, you know, I, I, I sweat. I have a problem when I play guitar. My hands get wet. They gunk up the strings. I have to keep the strings a little cleaner. And and it's, you know, it's not nice sweat either. Some people have, you know, nasty sweat. Some people have okay sweat. I, I tend to be more on the ugly side. So I could wear something once and then I stink it up. So. Huh. My dog would think I was the stinky kid. He probably okay. already does think I'm the stinky kid. So. <laughs> probably same here. Uh, yeah. I think my dog would just call me Sparky. Yeah. For no apparent reason. Spot. Spot. <laughs> Come here, Spot. Come on. As long as my hair's getting, if we had a cat, the cat would call me Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you could replace grass with anything you want, what would you choose? Um, in my yard? Yeah. I'd probably go with, like, uh, river stone, river pebbles. A nice path for the postal homie to walk through. That's but, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't. I mean, it's nice to have growing plants in your yard for the oxygen benefits and the pollution and all that stuff. But uh, having having something growing in your yard that requires lots of money and maintenance and time it's like why why bother no, no i'm not i'm not trying that. to impress my neighbors with how great a, a yard i can grow i would um i would put that foamy uh stuff that uh, i don't know if you've seen it yet it's relatively new but it fits together like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, yeah. You can sometimes see the playgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the ground is kind of semi I would put that as my whole lawn. That would be good. And paint it green. Yeah. Then you go out there and jump around or whatever. You can fall on your face. And people are like, ah. Yeah, it would hurt. you get up and go, ah. Yeah, people yeah. come by and fall on your property and you try to paint sue. It's like, no, nope, it's soft. Yep. You could call it, a, you could uh, paint it concrete color, too, mm-hmm. and really freak them out. Yeah. Like, ah, boom. You could, oh, my God, is he okay? Like, <laughs> during the winter months, you could paint on, like, a hockey rink. And during the summertime, you could paint on, like, a tennis court. Yeah. Or you know, a little mini golf course. Uh, you could paint a little, uh, like, a little pond in it, too. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. hey, you want to do some fishing? Throw some of those goldfish crackers out in it. And say, you take, like, the special kid down the road. Go, come on. Come on, little Bernie. Come on. No, now, that's just me. Now, just go in there. Come on. Here, here. here. Take that worm. I don't make it. Shut up and throw it. Now you're just being me. No, shut up and throw it. That's what we do here, offend. Okay? Yeah, we're, right. we're offending people. Allegedly. So. Alleg- <laughs> <laughs> so I think somebody else around here is smoking weed. So. I think so, too. I can smell it. And then, finally, one last story before okay. we go ahead and just call it a, a, another nightmare completed. <laughs> A Texas man was shot and killed Saturday when the bullet also hit him, police said. Dallas police responded to a report of a shooter in an apartment building. Found They found a, a large uh, blood trail in front of the apartment, um, they said in a statement. No one was in the apartment when the officers arrived at around 11.40 a.m. 
Police then get a call from a nearby hospital about a man and a woman found outside with gunshot wounds, police said. Apparently the man and woman began arguing, which led to the man shooting the woman in the neck. The bullet ricocheted and struck the man in the chest. Oh, wow. The woman is recovering, and the man, however, is going to be planted soon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How, how ironic. Yeah, so he tried to kill her, failed, and killed himself in the same bullet. Wow. That's not quite like the Darwin Award, but it's close. Yeah, that it, yeah you know... Or that you could, die by your own stupidity. But That this could is, actually go down as a Darwin Award right there. Yeah. Uh, we'll kill you, bitch. Oh. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I think I saw that in a TV show once where somebody shot at somebody, but it was bulletproof glass and it bounced back and a piece hit the You know the what? I think you're shooting. right. I did see that, too. Yeah. Well, this uh, really happened, I guess. So. Wow. Man, what was it in her neck that was you know, able to reflect the bullet? It must have just, like, grazed it, I'm thinking. That's because I was thinking about that. Yeah. Everything else would kind of be vital, wouldn't it? You'd bleed it, out something. Somehow Who knows, it maybe made she's it on a voice box bullet, now. totally reversed course and flew back to the guy with enough oh, force to kill see, him. I was thinking she was sideways, he shot her, and then it ricocheted off the wall and come back and got him in the Well, that, that could be. We don't, we don't know if it ricocheted off something within her neck This itself. article was just a short little blurb. And it's okay, off the, yeah, that makes sense. That it, it was be off, like off Fox the wall News, behind. If anyone wants to look it up, yeah. Fox News had it. Okay. So, but they didn't okay. really put that much on there. That was about it. Yeah, they, yeah. The, the days of detailed journalism are long gone, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. sure but, well, it was yeah, they make sure it, like, grazed off something else. What they call it, else. a snippet or something. It was like yeah. a snippet, just really. So, yeah, like grazed her neck, hit the lamppost. Yeah, yeah that was it. Serves them right. Yep. So, anyhow, I think this concludes um, this uh, edition of this podcast. So We'll slap a goofy name on it and throw it at your your face orifices. In your ear holes. (laughs) Soon. 